update your LinkedIn. Ooh. I'm not even talking to your audience anymore. I'm talking to y'all, the two no, of you. You, Elise so Real and Isha Bell, update your LinkedIn. Oh my God. Put full-time black women on LinkedIn. Elise, you him, you him. Hey everybody, I'm Elise Real. And I'm Isha Bell. And this is Full-Time Black Women, a community for black professional women to live, laugh, grow, and feel the soul. So, who are we talking to today, Elise? Today we have a very, very special guest. We are excited and privileged to have Devin. Yay! Hey, hey. What's happening? <laughs> Welcome, welcome, Devin. Thank you so much for being a guest on Full-Time Black Woman. We are so excited for the information that you have to share to our audience. It's necessary, man. I'm happy to be here. Long-time listener, first-time caller. This is fantastic. (laughs) Yes. This this is long overdue. We are excited to have you. We have seen and heard and and experienced your work uh, already. And we just wanted to, as Isha so eloquently said, have you share your knowledge with our listeners so you can break it on down so it can forever be broke. So we'll do. Let's do it. All right. Hey. So without further ado, the topic for today is LinkedIn living. And as we always do, let's break this bio right on down. Ever since Devin created his first website during the dial-up days, if y'all remember them. I'm old. (laughs) He has always been obsessed with marketing. Reverse engineering the marketing strategies of multi-billion dollar companies has been his hobby for a number of years. Devin's favorite thing to do is watch the rise and fall of trends. For example, remember when every company would send you a CD in the mail? Like, yeah. AOL was leading the way with that. I, I definitely remember that. Yes, <laughs> I, I definitely remember that. Had my fair share stockpiling in a drawer. Um, so now Devin makes comprehensive marketing solutions for customers in a plethora of verticals. He can create and grow every aspect of a brand's marketing funnel from first touch to sale and beyond. He's a HubSpot pro and is also a pretty decent multimedia producer with work featured on television, billboards, radio, and signage. So once again, clapping it up for Devin. Thank you. I I couldn't have written that better myself. (laughs) (laughs) And he's funny too. (laughs) Right. So before we get into the getting into, we are going to take a quick break and we will be right back. You know what, Isha? You know what's getting old? What? This me? pandemic. Please don't ask me. I was <laughs> oh, okay. this pandemic. <laughs> okay, thank you. No, you are not getting old. You are not. You are not. You look great. You look fantastic. So I wouldn't even, I ain't even worried. Um, But yeah, this (laughs) pandemic and social distancing and all these things, it is great for us all to be socially distanced. But man, I'm all sick of being in this house. However, you know what's not getting old? Using this Instacart. Using this Instacart that will never get old. You better use it. (laughs) Yeah, you better use the Instacart because with Instacart, not only can you save money, but you ain't got to leave the house to get your food delivered to you. Look, during this pandemic, they talk about people did that pandemic, Tim. Mm -hmm. I mean, I did a little bit something like that, a little bit more, but then again, I did have a human being inside me. There you go. But (laughs) when you at home and you are just stuck in one spot and you're not really going out and about, it's easy to go ahead and be snacking on. On, a t- on 10 all right and if you want to have something good to snack on go ahead and just use that link that we have in our show notes fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash instacart forward slash with this link you will be able to get a, a free delivery for your first 
first order over $35. And believe me, with inflation right now, you ain't about to be buying hardly nothing and you're going to get that free delivery. Right. So, you know, it's football season too. So you need all of the, the snacks, all of the chips, all of the chicken, get you some some eggs so you can make deviled eggs if you like that kind of thing. Look, you know? and they don't break your eggs they too. Sure they don't, don't break your eggs. They, are they shop careful. just like you would shop for yourself. That's right. So you can get your little carrots and celery sticks and have your little buffalo wings and things. And you can get all of that, all of your favorites on a single order. All the products you love from your local stores, everything hand selected by the shoppers, taken with great care, taken with great seriousness, because your order is like their order. They make it right for you. So go ahead. Mm-hmm. Let them know that we sent you. Click the link in the show notes, fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash Instacart forward slash to get your free delivery on your first order over $35. Yeah, when you use our link, fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash Instacart forward slash, you're helping out our show, but most importantly, you're helping out yourself by getting something fresh and something good for your tummy. All Take right. It away. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are back. But before we can dive into this topic, we need to dive into those stats for that ass. Hey, stats for that ass. Hey. We- What's up, stats for that? Ass. So, Devin, Elise, check out these stats. A whopping 87% of recruiters find LinkedIn to be the most effective way of vetting candidates during the hiring process. 87%. That's a lot. Mm, clutch your pearls. <laughs> right. You learned it already, girl. So, right. <laughs> Especially for those under the age of 45, that number goes from 87 to 90%. So in Mm. other words, potential employers will always, always check LinkedIn when your resume comes across their desk. And before they even contact you, you have to think that they have to make sure that you're going to be a good fit for their organization. Instead of you looking at maybe possibly being active and everything else. So make sure your LinkedIn is together, but that's what we're going to do on this show right here. Also, 75% of people who recently changed jobs use LinkedIn to inform their career decision. Mm-hmm. Ah, Elise, where are we? We're in a dark age. We obviously, <laughs> See, obviously. I, I wasn't going to put y'all out there like that, but since we're talking, oh hold my God. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Wait, there's more. Come on, Shane. Come on, bring some more Shane. Shane! Okay. It's important to note that over the last three years, LinkedIn active-based users grew by a staggering 48% from 500 million in 2018 to 740 million in 2021. Not only are we losing out by not being on there but business owners and entrepreneurs they are able to use this platform to leverage and grow their brands generating new leads and establishing partnerships and making connections that make that money LinkedIn levels to this LinkedIn living what do we think about those stats uh Devin oh it is already I already know you're preaching to the choir like everything you said is one of the reasons why I'm so active on LinkedIn and I'm not mm-hmm. even that active. I think I'm active just enough in order to keep my personal brand strong. And mm-hmm. so when I'm looking for a new position, LinkedIn, it, it, it's the place. If you're not on LinkedIn, you don't exist professionally. Mm. Oh, I mean, can you be on there though? Like <laughs> at least I have a situation we're on there, but we're not active, but we're on there. Like right. you can look us up and find out where I am currently, but you don't know what exactly. I'm doing. Doing Mm-mm. well, being on there and 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 interacting; those are two different things. So the fact that your profile exists—that's step one. But step two, you got to understand, like that first stat you were talking about, LinkedIn is the new resume. Mm. So if you don't have stats-driven success metrics in every line item of every job you've had for the past ten years. It doesn't matter at that point. If if your if your LinkedIn sucks, your resume sucks. You mm, got to build wow. out every aspect of it. And this this is just the surface level. This is just the bare minimum to exist on LinkedIn correctly. Mm. 
Come on, so Let's you heard it here. It. There's a right and a wrong way, and you don't exist. All right, and <laughs> that is where we're at. That is where we're at. You don't exist. Uh, God, Thanos snapped his fingers and you're gone, kind of thing. So just. <laughs> oh I'm no, sorry. you didn't even make it to the finger snap. That's oh my the gosh! Didn't even, didn't even make it to the finger you didn't, snap. You're not even born. You're not no, born. You, I don't. You were in New York with Shatari hit, and you got hit with the building. That's what happened. Oh gee. Oh, vision! You talking vision. about vision? Yeah. We're vision with no vision because that, we that's it. You're you are pre mindstone <laughs> vision. That's what you are. You are a body in a box. That's all <laughs> you are. All right, y'all. We we got we gonna do better. We gotta do better. Any of y'all out there, including ourselves, <laughs> including ourselves, we are gonna make this better. We are going to be LinkedIn living because apparently we are missing out. We are mm-hmm. missing out. So let's get into it. Devin, Devin, what makes you uniquely qualified to discuss? The useful strategies for and potential benefits of using LinkedIn. Well, um, I could like go down a laundry list of things, but I'll just put it this way. Somebody started new on my team a month ago and she says, oh, my goodness, you're the dude I've been seeing all over LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. That's it. And I work for a $32 billion organization. And she knew about my piddly ass. That's how. <laughs> that's how you know I'm active. I haven't even heard that word in my life. Wow, active okay. and old using piddly. Right, okay. right. No, I, I, I will reach back with my vernacular. Thank you very much. Okay. But amen. So the thing is, is that like one of the reasons why I'm well known on LinkedIn is because I'm well connected on LinkedIn. Like. I have a lot of people, I have like some like ridiculous, like 6,000, 7,000 connections. And most of them mean nothing to me, but I am very active when it comes to the posts of some very high level people that I know in a lot of different organizations. So I know a lot of uh, VPs, a lot of SVPs, a lot of C-suite people uh, in a variety of organizations from small to medium businesses to uh, fortune 50 companies, like some of the biggest organizations on the earth, like I'm connected to them in some way, shape or form, even if I'm just liking their stuff. Okay. For people who are interested in LinkedIn, but we need this broken down LinkedIn one-on-one, what are connections? All right. So connections, if you think about Facebook friends, LinkedIn connections are the equivalent of Facebook friends. Mm. But the thing is, is that they are, um, both more and less meaningful. So they're less meaningful in that you don't really know these people for real. A lot of these people are just going to be a part of your quote unquote professional network, but they're more meaningful because it gives you access professionally to people who you know otherwise wouldn't even be able to talk to. Gotcha. Like even okay. before, one of the reasons why I'm at HubSpot uh, where I work today is because I was able to make connections on LinkedIn with some very high level individuals. And I didn't even realize that they were so high level in the organization. They were just people that I thought were cool that I wanted linked up with that were saying cool things that I, I wanted to be a part of their movement. And I was saying cool things they wanted to be a part of mine. And then I come back and it's like, oh, okay. So you're like my boss's 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 boss. Okay. And they're cool. like, hey, how you doing? You're like, right. And I'm on their calendar. Like, you this big like, fish, man. I didn't know you was that big man. That, exactly. Right? That's how the conversations <laughs> go. Like, this one dude was trying to tell me, he's like, oh, yeah. And I got this book by the number six employee at HubSpot. And yeah, and he sounds like he's a cool guy. And I'm like, Dan Tire, man, I know Dan Tire. Uh, I'm on Slack with Dan Tire. We Zoom. Like, me and Dan Tight. Yeah. Uh-huh. I know him. He know me. <laughs> but wow. it's like, like, it's just that's one that's that's again one of the the smallest benefits of having connections on LinkedIn. One of the things that you want to do is stay relevant in your field. Like there's so much information um, about what you do on LinkedIn, and you don't even realize it. Doesn't matter what you do if someone else does it, somebody's talking about it on LinkedIn. And 
it's an opportunity for you to present yourself as a thought leader just by commenting on it. But then there's also other things like staying on trends with workplace in general. Like right now, because I know y'all two in real life, I know where y'all work. So you're not going to hear these discussions at your job. But the big thing right now is DIMB, diversity, inclusion, and belonging. Now, <laughs> right. So these people. Oh, yeah. what? Did my face Crickets. do something? Did my face Crickets. do something? Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, that is, is, is the, the new thing now is empowering women uh, and people of color and people who are disabled, people who are otherwise not white men, basically. Okay. And mm. so that's that's the new thing. And that's that's a new push. And that's a new awareness. And those those are the conversations that are happening in real time. And what mm -hmm. you can find out is you can see people who are part of this company talking about these things fearlessly. And you can say, it's like, wow, if you can talk that openly about how difficult it is to be black in the working space or uh, on, on the other thing is like how wonderful it is to be black and working where you are like me at HubSpot. I am a total HubSpot fanboy. The culture is everything here. Like we have our own employee resource group just for black people. Mm -hmm. But the thing is that if you don't know what an ERG is, you need to hop on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. Like there's yeah. so much knowledge out there, but again, that's just surface level. So we'll start from the beginning. The first thing you need to well, do before you get into tips. Okay, sir, okay, 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 get okay. Into the tips. I won't get into we, tips we, yet. We'll save the tips. Yeah, we'll save the tips. We'll save the tips. We got to get more into to you and this your wealth of knowledge and everything on this. Okay. Yeah, and okay. then we will we we'll get into the tips. So go ahead, Isha. Break. We ain't got to rush into it. Take a little yeah, we, 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 we got some time. We got some time. <laughs> okay, so Devin, could you please share with us and our listeners how you got started on your journey into marketing and brand recognition? Sure. So I've been designing websites since the 90s uh, when I was a teenager. My mom, uh, we didn't have a lot of money, but my mom had a really good job, which gave her access to things most people didn't have access to like the internet in 1994 and back then the internet was even more of the wild west than it is now like if you think of the dark web and how the horror stories you hear about the dark web mm -hmm. that's just the internet in 94 oh. and so it's like <laughs> there there was no oversight no regulation it was like you were two degrees of separation from something traumatic wow. and my mom recognized this she's like okay you need to have direction here take this giant big red book uh html and make me a website, make yourself one too. And so I did, and uh, I learned coding, and it was fantastic. But the problem was that I had this wonderful website with all these dancing baby gifts, and <laughs> I didn't know how to get people to look at my website. I was obsessed with getting my little view counter to grow, and I couldn't keep hitting refresh myself. So that's when I started trying to figure out digital marketing before digital marketing was even a thing. I remember the wow. first time I saw a URL on a website was in 96. It was an American airlines website. It was just aa.com. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. A URL is on a website. The future is now. <laughs> and it was like, that's, that's just been me. And like, I didn't, I didn't go to college for this. I, I went to school to be a high school band director and I didn't even finish that. And so I'm just sitting here reverse engineering everybody's stuff. My first job was at McDonald's. And I remember I saw the calendar that we had a new sandwich coming up. The new sandwich was coming up in like two months and the calendar was six months old. So that means mm -hmm. that they've known for eight months, at least that this new burger was going to hit. And so I was like, dang, they've been planning it for that long. And then when the new burger hit, they had the commercials, they had the signage, they had the new rappers, they had the, um, the, the radio spots. And it's like, mm -hmm. everything was about this new burger, which mm -hmm. was in fairness, a pretty mediocre burger. I don't even mm -hmm. remember the name of it, but <laughs> they don't even have them was, anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Oh no, no. This was this. I, I, I don't even remember. I think it lasted for like four years and it went away, but this mm -hmm. burger um, the campaign was wild. The fact that I saw a completely coordinated effort, like on all these fronts, they were attacking everything simultaneously, getting the message out about these burgers, but the messaging looked the same everywhere. And so the wrappers look like the bags, which looked like the same colors and fonts as the commercials. And that this is, I think this was pre ba da ba ba ba, but it was like, 
it was crazy just seeing that level of uh, integrated marketing. I was mm-hmm. unfamiliar with it. I was even unfamiliar with the term integrated marketing at the time. Well, break that um, down. Well, basically integrated marketing is just marketing and advertising on a number of different uh, platforms simultaneously. And it's usually run by mm-hmm. one team. Uh, gotcha. And in some cases, when you're amazing, you just one person who can just do it all. Now, those mm-hmm. people are very rare and hard to find. Um, I am one, but you know. Go ahead. Two, two, two be me. <laughs> two, two, be me. That's what I heard. Just putting that out there. Bellamy.consulting. Go check it out. But um, <laughs> the thing is that um, it was absolutely fascinating to me. And so, but because I didn't have a degree, because I lived in this impoverished town, um, it was hard for me to find uh, opportunities. So I had to create my own. And so I was designing websites for nightclubs that were only open for six months. Um, I remember I finished the website and the next week it was closed. That was hilarious. Um, but the, my big break was designing a website for the local hip hop station. And I ended up getting in there, started getting connected with promoters, started doing nightclub marketing, radio marketing, um, and just real, just, it was a real cutthroat game out here. And I learned a lot. And uh, it was, I was really thankful to be a part of it. But the problem was everything I knew how to do, I didn't know how to articulate. So it was one thing when I'm talking to some cat off the street talking about, yeah, we need to get your MySpace game tighter and make these things. So everything points to your website. So people see all the spots where you're at. So they're not following the venue, they're following the movement. But if I take that same strategy to an actual, you know, company with white people, they're, I'm like, it's like, yeah, we, we need to get people to follow your movement. They're like, our mm-hmm. movement. Um, okay, thank you for your time. Could you mm-hmm. finish cleaning the bathroom, please? Thank you. <laughs> right. Wow. This janitor so, is giving me marketing advice. Real right. talk. Legit true story. Happened. I'm once. the new marketing director. Oh, yeah. Me, okay. It's like, <laughs> I am a MySpace expert. Thank you. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, but Facebook's the wave right now. Mm, Facebook's a fad. Okay. Mm-hmm. But right. like then, like I was never able to really break out in 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 coming to my own in marketing until I moved to Philly. I found this wonderful woman. Well, technically, she found me at the radio station, and she just flirted with me relentlessly. It was hilarious. Um, wow. Just no it shame. Like a boss, absolutely. She knew what she wanted. Right. I, and I'll give her that. Absolutely no shame, and 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 would not take no for an answer. Like when mm. I told her I was broke, and she still said okay. I'm like, okay, she's okay with dating a broke dude, but she doesn't have any kids, so that means that she's smart. Okay, so <laughs> yes, no, no broke baby dads, no baby dads at all. All right, we'll we'll talk. But then, uh, yeah, she she was moving to Philly, and I'm like, you know what? Screw it, I'm gonna move to Philly too. And I found a marketing gig. It was entry level something I was hilariously overqualified for. Mm. Like I, my previous job had been operating a radio station, not working mm-hmm. at, but operating a radio station. I can hear it in your voice. Like it makes <laughs> sense. Like, like you this sound is... like you would be on radio. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. No, my big break turned into a 10 year career in broadcasting. Huh. So that was dope. Mm. But wow. Um, the pay in radio sucks. Like I was making less than half of what she made and she worked from home. And was lazy about it. And I was out here busting my ass like 60 hours a week. But um, Worked hard. No, work smart, not hard. That's what I heard. Efficiency. Yeah, right. And I'm working hard, (laughs) making less than half. I'm like, no, I need to get in where she's at. And so (laughs) I found this other gig. It was entry level. And I took it. And then I did HubSpot's uh, HubSpot Academy and got the inbound certification. And it was an absolute game changer. Because one, I learned that I had been reverse engineering marketing tactics correctly. Two, mm, so I learned where the, yes, it was extremely mm-hmm. validating. And yeah. it was like, it was like the light had shone down from heaven mm-hmm. and said, yes, you are indeed the chosen one. And Aww. so um, it was that. And then I found some of the holes in my game. Like there were things I, I realized what I wasn't able to communicate, what I was thinking, but wasn't able to say things like marketing funnel, conversion paths, analytics, uh, landing pages, uh, and, and being able to articulate an entire conversion path from the first point that someone comes in contact with your brand to 
where they've converted into a sale and beyond then learning how to uh uh do the conversion rates and learning how to calculate um everything was just it was nuts and mm-hmm. so i went from being entry level to getting promoted past my boss and becoming his boss wow and that's that, awesome i'm clapping up for that sir. yeah Thank you. That. Thank you. That that will always be the highlight of I've done some pretty amazing stuff professionally, but being becoming his boss and Dave, if you're listening, I love you, but no. I'm I'm really happy <laughs> that not. I got to get promoted past you because you were a cool dude, but this but you still work there. So good for you. And mm-hmm. you finally got your old job back. So congratulations. It only oh. took you four years. But class of yeah. 20 petty. Oh, I don't don't care. I don't care. Like, oh, I was on fire. There's a whole backstory there. But yeah. And he used to hit on my wife. So you can kiss my ass. But let me let me calm down with with his little Napoleonic sports car driving. Wow. Anyway, um, so that escalated fast. (laughs) Right. It sure did. It sure did. But uh, yeah, I found that job by being on LinkedIn Mm -hmm. Mm. and almost every job that I've found since in the past six years have been entirely for me searching on LinkedIn for opportunities where people are looking for someone who's a specialist who knows how to use HubSpot and that would Mm -hmm. pay me more than the last job paid me. Wow. Well, I'm, first of all, let me, I want to snap it up, clap it up. I'm (laughs) I'm not even doing the sound effect for it because I'm just, I don't know what to do. I'm just, the story is real. Love it. Respect it. And thank you for sharing that with us. Um, I love how you brought it full circle back to, from your experience, um, getting into marketing, getting into what you do, and then how LinkedIn has helped you elevate and grow and introduced you to resources and things that helped you also elevate and grow. And I think Mm -hmm. it's really important too, from your story to take from that you did not settle in mediocrity. Like you chose to find your weaknesses uh, after like you validated your point through education. Um, You found your weaknesses, strengthened them, learn how to do the communication with these companies and excelled and use that to excel. So For those listening, I hope y'all getting some of these gems, like all of them have been dropped and there's still so much more to come. So you told us your story. You told us how you got started and everything. You definitely qualified. I'm hearing all the things. So why is it? And I guess. I guess this goes without saying from your experience, like why is it important that other people realize the potential of LinkedIn, especially for brand promotion? Why is that important to you? Especially for our audience, you know? Yeah. That's where I was going to go. That's where I was going to go. Cause the thing is that we can talk about brand promotion. We can talk about people promotion. I'm going to talk about black people for a minute. Black Mm -hmm. women. Absolutely. When, When one of the biggest issues that especially black women have, is building your network, your professional network. Mm -hmm. Like there was something like, something ridiculous, like something like only 20 black women have raised the series A funding on companies larger than a million dollars or something like that. And it's Mm -hmm. like, are you kidding me? Like a million dollars is chump change for your average white dude to raise is, is their first round of funding. But uh, a, a, a couple handful of black women that's of in all of all time not in 2020 mm-hmm. not in 20 of all time wow and wow. the number one reason is it's not because of what you know it's because of who you know and mm-hmm. there are a lot of black resources or a lot of black vcs there's a lot of white people who are looking to diversify into women-led minority-led companies like companies that uh in this past year uh companies that either have are women-led minority-led or have uh women minorities on the board flat out at outperform like i think one uh, one stat i heard was like something like a 41 percent uh roi versus 13 percent 
for your average white company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have actually yeah. mentioned that stat on our show, uh, Boston Up with Tasha. Mm-hmm. We spoke about how when you have a diverse group, especially women-led or women of color-led um, teams, they always, always outperform. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But if and you know so, this, you still ain't doing that. But go ahead. I'm listening, Devin. Go ahead and let us know. <laughs> full-time black women, why LinkedIn is the is the plug. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> the thing is, is that, like I said, it's not about what you know. It's about who you know. Mm-hmm. And these women knew people. And the thing is, is that if you're going to be, it, the question is, like, how do I find people? The only place where people is, is, like, on LinkedIn. And you don't have to have like some great reason to connect with somebody. You just see somebody worth connecting to and connect to them and follow them. You can't connect to everybody. I can't uh, just go on and, and, and connect to, you know, Jay-Z. But if Jay-Z is on LinkedIn, I can click the follow button and follow mm-hmm. him and see what he's posting about, seeing what he's talking about. And the thing is, is that there are, there are so many resources of people who are willing and hungry to share their knowledge and like help someone else at least get to where they are or get to better than where they were. And it's like, all, all you have to do is position yourself and then start up a conversation in their comments. If they say something worth, re- uh, worth talking about, then talk about it. And not only is that going to help you build a stronger connection with that individual, but the LinkedIn algorithm is going to see it mm-hmm. and LinkedIn is going to hype you both up. And so they're going to see, Oh, okay. So this person must be worth talking to because people are engaging with their posts. And if you're up here talking about what you do or just how, what the struggle is being a black woman in corporate America, like if you, I don't know, like have a podcast about it or something <laughs> and you're just talking about hey. the topics and stuff in your posts, it's going to resonate mm-hmm. because like, Y'all are hot right now. Y'all are jumping. The oh, podcast is jumping you. right now. Let me I, I, let me just go ahead and say that. Like, like people, people can't see my shirt, but I'm wearing a I love a full-time black woman shirt because I'm a fan. Hey, so thank you for the support. The thing is, is that like LinkedIn is like the next frontier as far as connecting to people who know nothing about not only know nothing about what your brand, but but the gems that you guys drop on a weekly basis mm-hmm. consistently. For over a hundred episodes now, by the way, congratulations! <laughs> oh, oh, y'all, first of all, lesson message. Y'all hear how all this support? Y'all, I mean, look at that. See, that's that's the stuff we talking about. That's why we appreciate some full time black men out here because that's that's what's happening. Yes. This is not a myth. This goes down for all those that had doubts. Here it is. Okay, I just had to put oh, that out there. To, don't touch it. Leave it alone. Don't touch it, least. If you touch that, I'm we're sorry. gonna have a whole other situation to brew. I know. I had to. I had to hey, examples, you it. know, because people quick to ignore. I yeah. just connections. Looking at it. Yeah. Right. We're out here, and we're and, and we're also on LinkedIn, by the way. But <laughs> there you go. So bring it back. Yeah. The the thing is, is that like you got to connect. Like one thing that I did even before I started HubSpot is I would regularly, routinely go to look at who works at HubSpot on LinkedIn. And you could just search for a company and see everybody who lists that work there. Mm-hmm. And I just went and added every single black face at HubSpot. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to connect with you. I'm going to connect with you. I'm going to connect with you. And so at this point, when I'm talking about uh, movements like Black and Inbound or other things that I've been affiliated with in the past, it's like, these people are going to see it. Maybe not all of them, but enough of them. And mm-hmm. if I need advice on something, I could just hop in an inbox. There's a dude that I'm talking to right now. He's from Uganda. He's 17 years old. Runs his own marketing agency. Mm. He and I oh, are connected yeah. on LinkedIn. And he stays He stays in my inbox asking me questions. Hmm. And like I even have like a weekly Zoom call with him where I just sit down and for an hour, we're going to talk about everything you got going on, why this is working for you, why this doesn't work for you. And for the love of God, you have all of your life to work. Go find a girlfriend. And then, you know, you don't have to do this all the time. <laughs> Boy, is he okay? I hear these screets real quick. L- a little good bit. That he's a building little a bit. career at this particular time. And with full-time Black women, I 
will have to say, and it's just from personal experience, because you know I'm not a LinkedIn officer at all. Um, we have been raised and still believe that if I work hard at my job, then the rewards will come my way. So there's no reason for me to go out here and put myself out here on the block. Cause that's what LinkedIn feel like on the block with unwanted attention when I've already got a good paying job and I'm gonna focus mm-hmm. on people who already know me right now. I feel like mm-hmm. it goes back to the saying of you cannot be able to prosper anywhere as in being an island, but we still have that mentality, that mindset, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, not only can not only you're gonna be stuck being an island for the rest of your life and not being able to reach out when you need it, um, but also it's like that's a very much a keep your head down mentality yes. like yes the the tall nail gets the hammer you you don't mm. you, you can't you can't survive like that that's not that's not how we can progress long term you're gonna end up being in the same position for the rest of your life because mm-hmm. you don't know nobody and nobody's mm-hmm. speaking up for you uh inside or outside of your organization and and real quick if you're working in the professional space and wondering why a headhunter has never called you before, it's because they don't know you exist. Mm, wonderful point. Like the only reason why someone would call you right now, if you're not on LinkedIn, is because somebody else referred you. And if someone else referred you to a headhunter and they're calling you, that already means that you're pretty dope as it is. And you should be on LinkedIn and you should mm. be exposing yourself uh to getting people like i have people in my inbox at least weekly trying to get me to do stuff that i don't want to do but the fact that if i was hard (laughs) up and i needed something i know that there are people who are actively trying to recruit me based on the strength of my career Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and just like your linkedin will tell you will tell a story about anybody way for some reason way better than a resume can because Mm -hmm. not only can you see your job history i can see what certifications you have. I can see what classes you've taken. Um, I can see uh, what organizations you're a part of. Like for me, I remember one time I hired a dude at my last job and I hired him because he's an alpha. It's like, I'm, I'm not an alpha, um, but it's like, okay, he's clearly black. And his, his it, it made me do take pause and do a double take on his resume. Because mm-hmm. that's another thing that's happening now. There are so many more black recruiters now. There are so many more recruiters, period, but black mm-hmm. recruiters. Like we already had black people in HR for the longest. Now we have yeah. black people who are literally getting paid to do the hiring. And it's like I love that. It's it's like that's huge. And so it's like, okay, how do you get their attention? It's like, all right, you, you need to be the tall nail. You mm. need to stand up. And I feel mm. like LinkedIn is also such a huge plus. Not only is it just your paper resume uh electronically but it's in real time so people can yeah. keep up mm-hmm. and see what you're doing today to help promote your career your knowledge your certifications and everything else so absolutely oh, i'm talking to, my damn to that self. point <laughs> i'm listening <laughs> i'm listening hard <laughs> but and to both of y'all's points like there were feeds and posts talking about somehow people don't bring paper resumes anymore or how the person doing the interview doesn't even look at the paper resume. Mm-hmm. Like they don't even have it on file. And it's just like, everything is switching to electronics to, you know, being online and everything fast and easy information. And it's like being on LinkedIn is, is that that's the portal. That's the funnel. That's, yeah. that's the way now that's the move. So if you're not doing it, Right. If you're not doing it, <laughs> you are selling yourself short. And I, I love that. I mean, that's basically everything that's been said so far. You are selling yourself short. If you think highly of yourself in your field, stop selling yourself short. Do all that is necessary to put yourself out there and promote yourself. So without further ado, we're going to get into some ways to use. Mm, use. That's the word some ways to use LinkedIn effectively after this break. 
So, Elise, it's so wonderful that you brought up how, you know, you enjoy drinking a different hot coffees and hot chocolates and ciders and everything else, because we have an announcement to share with all of our listeners. As we go into this new fall season, you could also be able to have an extra little piece of full-time Black woman with you. We will be dropping our mugs on our website at fulltimeblackwoman.com. So these mugs have so many meanings to them, sayings, and something just to brighten up your day to know that you know that you're a part of a bigger community outside of yourself. Our full-time black mugs, you can see with logos. We have black mugs. We have white mugs. We have some ones that you can use if you are still working virtually, um, or you can use it while uh, you're at home. One side of it may say something pleasant, but on the other side, only the side you can see <laughs> will give you a nice little chuckle to get through that three, four hour training that you got to sit through with all the people you can't stand uh, in person or virtually. So you can even have a mug that you can buy for a loved one. We have a mug that I love a full-time black woman. That could be something that you could have for your husband or to your kids who are at college or whoever. Just make sure that you stop by on our website at fulltimeblackone.com to check out our new mugs. We will also be putting them up on our social medias. If you haven't already, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at fulltimeblackwoman as well as Facebook and on Twitter at ftblackwoman. I ain't got nothing to add to that. She ain't said it all. As far as I'm concerned, that was a mic dropped moment. Just go ahead <laughs> and, and get these get these mugs. Get into this. Get into this. Because the holiday season is coming. So... Exactly, right on time. And if you are part of a Get It Gang, then make sure everyone in your Get It Gang has themselves a full-time Black woman mug to keep them going. While these vibes are high, these vibes are wonderful, and they're positive. Yes. Will we all get ready for the new season as we change it? I'm going through change and they got me a full-time black woman mug. Hey, clap it up for that. <laughs> Make sure that you stop by on our website at fulltimeblackwoman.com. Clap it up for that. All right, so tip number one. How can you use LinkedIn effectively? Invest time in completing a popping and powerful profile. Ooh, wait, but how do we get there? Devin, let us know. What do you need to have listed on your profile to pay people stop like, hold up, wait, wait, back up. Let me see that real quick. And take a little sit and gaze. All right, so here we go. There's three levels to this. Oh. The very first level is just to follow the strength in your profile steps. When you first get in LinkedIn, LinkedIn is going to prompt you on what you need to update on your LinkedIn page in order to everything it's <laughs> in order to, to be um, good. Right. And so all the sections it'll point you to, you know, where you graduate, all your organizations, volunteer work, all that fun stuff. So the very first thing is just to make sure that your employment experience is current. Mm-hmm. That's the first level. The second level to making your LinkedIn personal profile pop is you want to go ahead and make your LinkedIn profile on par with your resume. Mm -hmm. So all the tips Mm -hmm. that you know about resume building, apply those to your LinkedIn. And so that's when you're talking about um, numbers, when you're talking about percentage growth, creating solutions, man hours save, developing a system that allows your entire company to go remote, things like that. Those are the kinds of things that you want to put on your LinkedIn. So that's that's step two to making the profile pop. But the, the third step, the highest achievement, the highest level thing you can do is work with a consultant. There oh. are LinkedIn oh. profile consultants that will just talk that will coach you through this is what your linkedin profile is missing and i saw what you did here you should switch it up this way and do you have anything like this as that and this and just the same way you have people who are resume builders you Mm -hmm. have people who are profile builders um like real quick shout out to black on the job 
Black on the Job is mm-hmm. a, a business that's dedicated to the advancement of Black people in the workplace. They're a full service career development uh, company, and 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 they're dope human beings. I've I've done stuff with them. They've consulted mm-hmm. all my stuff before. Like they didn't pay me, I paid them. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. shout out to Synonym at, at uh, Black on the Job, all the Bs. It's like those, that's the highest level. Like if you're serious in taking your career to the next level, working with a coach to build out both your resume and your LinkedIn is, is key. And, and real quick, just so you know, you can export your LinkedIn profile as a resume and it will automatically, nine times out of 10, automatically be formatted. So their whatever HR system they're using or a recruiting system software they're using will be able to parse your stuff correctly. And a lot of the jobs that you apply for online give you the option of either submitting a resume or linking your LinkedIn profile and autofilling. I'm so, so wait a minute, wait I'm a so minute, wait a minute. Say no more. So I'm, he- <laughs> I'm here, do I? <laughs> When they ask you that stupid question, upload your resume. Okay, fill out all of these little blanks. I don't have to fill out the blanks. That's what you're saying. In a lot of places, I don't have yes. to fill out. Wow. Yeah. And we have a winner. Exactly. That's, That's all I need to hear, <laughs> hear about Man. that. So basically with the uh, uh, LinkedIn consultant, it's just a small investment for yourself that could pay off 10 times, 20 times what that small investment was. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's and what knowing we need to start that doing. You don't have all the answers. Right. Like, and, and that's just if you've been in this field for forever, you and you haven't been getting the results, maybe you need some help. And, and that's okay. That's just to build out your personal profile. That's not even about using LinkedIn. That's just about existing responsibly. Okay. Mm. So what about pictures and things like do People with pictures get more views. Like, is, should you have a picture? Okay. You should have. Because I know that's a thing. Like, I don't want to be out there. I don't want to look. I don't want to be. I don't have a head. And, and that's the, cool. All the and, excuses. And that's fine. And and be happy doing the same job for the next 10 years. No problem. <laughs> no, if you, you have want, to have a picture out there. It's your, like, what? No, not only do you want you to know, have a picture. You know the but, excuses. But if you can get a headshot out there, do that. Mm-hmm. Like there was a time when you wanted to hide your your face. Like there was a time when the only people who would put their pictures on their resumes was pretty little white girls mm-hmm. or you know mm-hmm. bro dudes and like beta car, yeah, yeah. And and like they were the guys who had their their faces on the resumes, and everybody else, it was like Laquan. Let, yeah, yeah, let my experience speak yeah. for me. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I am. I'm right. an Isha baby. Right. right. And so <laughs> nine times out of 10, they're going to be looking for reasons to get rid of you when they're looking at the resume anyway. But what you want to do is you want to put yourself out there because there are people who are actively looking for black women to work with because sure. they know that black women are amazing. They're statistically proven to be dope. And a lot of black women are creating opportunities and would love another black woman to work with. Um, so Devin do you feel as if LinkedIn is actually leveling out the play field the playing field you know in the career area for people because now when you go to Becky's page or whatever or you go to a bro's page or whatever or Laquan or Sharonda maybe Sharonda Laquan has more connections with more people and that in a way could be a benefit for a company to go that route versus just the pretty little whatever you know, or the familiar frat boy. Do you think LinkedIn has that power to tip the scales? Absolutely. And the thing is, is that when you focus on, instead of just existing responsibly on LinkedIn, when we start talking about um, building out your personal brand, Mm -hmm. there are companies that will hire you just on the strength of your personal brand. Yeah. Just Mm -hmm. because they view you as a mover and shaker or an influencer in your, in your little environment, even if, your environment like there's this one dude max cohen who is absolutely hilarious all he does is make tiktok videos that would only make sense to people that use and or work at hubspot and he is 100 an influencer mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. if he hadn't been doing that stuff before um 
I don't know if he would be where he is in his career. Like mm -hmm. he, he, was, he was amazing. Like, and then me building my personal brand around HubSpot being a HubSpot fanboy. When I came into HubSpot, when I finally got hired into HubSpot, my Slack DMs were blowing up. My emails were mm. blowing up. I was, I, people knew who I was. It mm -hmm. was like, this is weird because I'm extremely antisocial. I don't like attention outside <laughs> of a one-to-many relationship, but when it's reciprocated, it's weird. Um, but at the same time, it's like, because I was so active on LinkedIn in the HubSpot community, both first as a customer, then as a, a solutions partner, um, and then finally as an applicant, like when I came in, the, my reputation preceded me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cool. Love it. And that's how it should be. That really is. So along those lines, the next tip of ways to use LinkedIn effective, effectively, I cannot tell. That's okay. <laughs> to it got use, me too. All right. <laughs> to use LinkedIn effectively is to contact and connect with other LinkedIn users. Now, Devin, you had already mentioned this a little bit previously, and basically you're speaking to it now where your reputation mm -hmm. precedes you. So having those contacts and connections can open the door, so to speak, for opportunities. Would you agree? Oh, 100%. The contacts, connections, and one thing we haven't talked about, recommendations. Mm. Mm. Speak, speak on that. Break it on down. So recommendations are basically like, like, you know, how you would get letter of recommendations to do just about anything when you were younger. That's mm -hmm. it, but professionally on LinkedIn. So okay. especially if they're coming from your old bosses. Like, so what's the difference between recommendations and endorsements? So endorsements are just people saying, yeah, he does know how to do this or she does know how to do this. And it's literally them just clicking on a skill and saying, yes, you have. Like for me, my endorsements are uh, advertising, social media, public speaking. Um, I have quite a few others, but those are the ones that are maxed out. Over 100 people said I know how to do these things. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. when people see that, it's like, okay, so if over a hundred people say this person knows how to do this thing, this person probably knows how to do these things. Okay. Um, okay. But recommendations are actually letters of recommendation. Like I'll just, I'll just, I'll just read one that's on my page from one of my old bosses. He says, Devin is a marketing rock star. Devin took immediate control of our underutilized HubSpot platform and allowed us to better utilize its capabilities by spearheading our use of the CRM component and redesigning the website. He is very skilled. You know what? He keeps going on and on. But the point is. <laughs> toot toot BB. The, the, the point is, is that anyone can go on my page and see that this person talked about it. And they can look, they can look at where these people worked and see it's like, okay, so this is where they worked at together. This is what they did together. And the fact that it's not just coworkers that are giving me this, these uh, things, but people who I've managed and people who've managed me give me these recommendations mm -hmm. mm. and Ooh, wow. if you got a whole lot of recommendations then you could even move the recommendation section to the very top of your profile and make that the first thing people see mm, good point and you can adjust your page all around so another tip that we wanted to go over is posting valuable content that reflects your brand how can you give advice to someone who feels as if I don't really do none at work, but they do stuff at work, but to them it's just regular. How can I make that into valuable content so other people can look at it like, oh, okay, I see you versus I don't do nothing special. It's nothing great about what I do. I just do my job and get paid. That's it. How does content become valuable? Usually the content becomes valuable when you talk about, you can do one of two things. You can either talk about problems that you're solving and your opinion on things that are in your professional space and get as nerdy as you want to, the nerdier, the better, because even though fewer people are going to resonate with it, if you're connected to the right people, it's going to resonate with them. Like gotcha. Max Cohen, his stuff only resonates with a, a, the minutest fraction of the human population, but the ones who see it love it. And so you can talk about the problems that you're, that you're solving. Um, and keep in mind that you as a professional black woman, you're more than likely an exceptional human being anyway, or else you would have been fired for being <laughs> mediocre. So this is true. Um, yes. just talk about what you do. You could talk about what frustrates you. 
Um, you don't necessarily have to talk about what frustrates you in your position because that's bad form. Well, you can talk about what frustrates you in the industry. Mm -hmm. Um, you can mm. talk about what frustrates you um in your personal life that affects your profession, like work-life balance, mm -hmm. like maternity leave, paternity leave. Uh, you can talk about all these things. You can talk about things that you have a unique perspective on, like, I don't know, open enrollment season. You could just make a series of posts about open enrollment. And well, go ahead, go ahead. Because something you said jumped out to me. You were like, maybe you could talk about some of your frustrations and your career and stuff like that. That's hard for a Black woman to do when we've been put into a certain box where we're not allowed to complain we have to just mm -hmm. work and push and everything else we don't want to get that 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 stereotype of angry black woman angry. exactly right well the cool thing is that now one the box only exists where you are not necessarily where you could be mm -hmm. and mm. so someone's going to appreciate in 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 understand what it is that you're going through but mm -hmm. the thing is that you have to, you can word it in a way where you're not malicious. You can word it in a way where you're not condescending um, because while it is a better space, it is yet to be a safe space. Gotcha. So it's not okay. our space. Mm -hmm. So until gotcha. you join the black and inbound community by going to hubspot.com forward slash black at inbound and logging in, joining that community and, and logging in to have that safe space where we exist mm -hmm. uh, on LinkedIn. Um, it's more about asking for help and or educating. Mm -hmm. Like this is okay. my plight. Be aware. Gotcha. 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 Makes total sense. Mm -hmm. Love it. And last but not least, our fourth way to use LinkedIn effectively is to participate in groups that represent your target audience. If you have a business or your target market, if you are in a career path. So participate, break down what participate actually means, like effective participation on LinkedIn. What does that actually look like? Like and comment. Hmm. So okay. you join Simple. these groups, you like, you right? comment. If somebody is saying some dope things, like this is the person I need to get to know, Adam, get on their calendar, do a coffee chat. It's like, yeah, I just want to spend 15 minutes just getting to know you. Just like, mm. like, I just want to, to, I'm, I'm just trying to meet new people. And it's like, yeah, do you mind if I pick your brain? We can talk and go from there. And if it works, great. If it doesn't, that's okay too. There are millions of people on LinkedIn. But if you're a part of these organizations and you're saying things that resonates with people, um, do it. It's not like Twitter, you're, you're, you were shouting into the ether. And mm -hmm. on Facebook, you were shouting into the ether about cats and Donald Trump. On LinkedIn, it's not shouting into the ether. LinkedIn, it's, it's more targeted because you can, like, let's say... I don't know. Let, let's say you work for um, you do risk assessment, you do risk management, you do like like um, stop loss or something. You can get nothing but stop loss professionals connected to you. Mm -hmm. And in the connection, I said, do you want to add a note? It's like, yeah, I'm just trying to add uh, some more stop loss professionals. Don't worry, I'm not trying to sell you nothing. And then nine times out of 10, they'll probably connect with you. Okay. And then you can start talking mm -hmm. about trends and numbers and why 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 is this why do we do this such and such nerdy number thing and they'll be like oh nerdy number thing thumbs up and the next thing you know you're a nerdy number thing influencer <laughs> a nerdy number thing i love it because it's accurate yes I, I love that's how that how it, that's how it goes anytime you can nerd out with other people exactly. you get extra hype. and i there's, have to explain there's things. just something Exactly. Right, there's something about it. It's just it's a, a lovely place to be. So basically, like LinkedIn, you're shouting into a conference room, not exactly. into the atmosphere. <laughs> exactly. Okay. You're, you're not I just, like that. You're not just saying things to say them because it's the connections are more meaningful. It is way easier to build a personal brand than it is a company brand on LinkedIn because LinkedIn isn't about the companies. LinkedIn's about the people and their connections. Mm -hmm. Now, whether or not that's mm. going to be the same in five years, what LinkedIn's going to be like in five years, who knows? All I can tell you is that what it is now is way better than what it was. And if you're looking to expand yourself, your, 
your uh, social network and your professional network, you're looking to grow professionally, you want to be on LinkedIn. And no, they are not paying me to say that. So, Mike drop. So, Devin, it, is it too late to join this LinkedIn wave? You know, like we said, it jumped from 500 million to almost a billion or whatever in like three years. Is there still growth there or is LinkedIn becoming crowded and becoming what Facebook used to be back in the day? So, check this out. It is the perfect time to get in. And not only that, one of the things that you can do, here's a pro tip. You ready? You can export your contacts from your, uh, from your uh, email. So like, let's say you used to do like a side hustle where you were making stuff and selling stuff and you got connected to a whole lot of people and mm-hmm. you moved away from that, but you still have all these people in your address book. You can export those contacts and then connect it to LinkedIn. And then it's automatically going to show you all those people that they can find. Hmm, and okay. so you'll get a wow. jump start on building your connection. So mm-hmm. here's who you know. And then based on who you know and who you know and who they know, here's some people that both y'all probably know. And you yeah, can go that's there. awesome. But then I love that. We're still talking about the free features of LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> there I don't know is, we're ready for the 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 stuff. We got to do this slowly. Right? These are yeah, people no, the, who the are like page, us who don't yeah, do nothing with LinkedIn other than I know it exists. No, if you're right? looking for a job, you want to invest in the paid LinkedIn. That's, I'm just gonna leave it there. Okay, okay. There, there, there is there there is there's paid levels to LinkedIn too that gives you unprecedented access to people and information. Well, how about this? We would definitely love to have you back to go a little bit further into LinkedIn, but most importantly, we just want to let people know that it does exist and it's something that's beneficial and you too can live there just like Devin. <laughs> you might want to buy a home right now. Just get a, you know, right. just get a little hotel, you know, get your little Airbnb or whatever. But eventually you do want to buy you a home out there. So Devin, first of all, all the gems have been dropped. But if there is one last piece of advice that you could share with our audience, what would that be? Update your damn LinkedIn. (laughs) Update your LinkedIn. I'm not even talking to your audience anymore. I'm talking to y'all, the two of you. You, Elise Real and Isha Bell, update your LinkedIn. Oh, my God. Put full-time Black women on LinkedIn. Elise, mute him. Mute him. Mute him. He's not going to be talking to us like this on our show. That's what you're not going to do. This is what happens when you let men come on to a woman's show. All of a sudden, he want a mansplain to us, but we don't know. It is truly the definition of mansplaining because he is telling us something we don't know. We have no experience on, but first of all, okay, this is a safe space. Don't be attacking us. Invited you, just talked you up for being so supportive of black women. I just went straight man on us. Listen, like I said, I'm a fan and I want nothing but the best for you. Oh, okay. That's different. I mean, he apologized. Yeah, it's coming from a place of love. (laughs) That's that constructive (laughs) criticism that we are trying to. That we're trying to grow into. Humbly (laughs) receive. Right, exactly. (laughs) We're trying to humbly accept that I hear you. It's just been been coming from a place of love for like the past six months because I've been messaging y'all. And I've been to get right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moving on. So, all right, full time black women, y'all heard listening. Update your LinkedIn. <laughs> get on it and update it. And you know what, uh, Devin, we would love to hear from you. What does it mean to you to be a full time black man? Um, never settle, struggle or die. Either we're growing or we're getting trampled. That's mm-hmm. that's what it is. Like when Elise said earlier about never settling for mediocrity, if you're a black professional, you can't settle for mediocrity. You can be surrounded Word. by mediocrity, but you cannot be mediocre yourself because you'll be the first one that's on the job block. Well, what does it mean mm. to you to be a full-time black woman? Man. It's tough. I'm glad it ain't one because y'all got it hard, man. Y'all got it. Woo, y'all got it hard. Y'all got it hard. Y'all, y'all got to be black and women in the professional space. And it's like, damn, that's rough. 
and you got people who are gunning for you. Some of y'all are gunning for each other. It's like, mm. man, it's like I all, all the way back to the toxic aunties. I, I ain't forgot about that episode. It's like, yeah, it's you guys can't just be, um, you know, in it for yourselves. You can't be an island. You can't be an island. You gotta, mm. you gotta network. You gotta collab. You gotta support each other. Lift each other up. You ain't even gotta like each other. You just gotta lift each other up. Yeah, so basically what you're saying that you got to go ahead and write us a review. If you are listening to this podcast right now, okay? If you are listening to Devin Gibby's vote, I mean, these uh, dope tips on LinkedIn Living, go ahead and write a review wherever you hear us right now. We read every single last one of them. We appreciate hearing from you and we love the fives. You know, at least you should love the fives just like we love the kids. We love the fives. Absolutely. And especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, even if you're not listening on Apple Podcasts right now, download Apple Podcasts, go find Full Time (laughs) Black Woman and just leave a review. It goes a long way, especially on that platform. This is Mm -hmm. true. This is true. So thank you. Clapping it up for Devin for dropping all the gems, being mad supportive, giving all the knowledge, nothing was lost through this like if you missed this episode (laughs) what are you doing what are you doing with yourself thank you so much for everything um we really appreciate it we're definitely going to have you back because clearly there is more to discuss this is just the foundation this is just the surface level things of linkedin um, but let the audience know where can they find you like what what where can they learn more all about the businesses like throw that out there for the full-time black women um and full-time black men and full-time black people who are listening today absolutely um you're not gonna believe this but you can find me on linkedin so my first name (laughs) (laughs) d-e-v-y-n last name b-e-l-l-a-m-y there's only two of us in the world and the other one just turned 18 a couple weeks ago so shout outs to him and so you can look for me, a man, it would be hilarious if my son was on LinkedIn. But anyway, find me on LinkedIn, connect with me. I always accept black people. I don't even look at the notes. It's like, if you're black and you add me on LinkedIn, I'm saying yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming, Devin, um, after we go and collect our feelings. Um, but yes. at the same time, we're going to separate the feelings from the knowledge, at least. And we're going to yes. grow. That's, that's grow. Grow. Growth. That's it. Exactly. That's it. So thank you so Love much it. for being a guest. We needed this. Even if it hurt us, yes. we, we definitely needed it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So once again, thank you very much. Thanks for everybody for listening. And with that, that brings us to the end of another episode. And we hope that you got everything that you could possibly get from it. Uh, Remember, we are here for you full time from coffee to wine. And play your power perfectly. Peace. Bye. Yay, yay. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. Full Time Black Woman is created, recorded, and produced by Elise Real and Isha Bell. For more opportunities to live, laugh, grow, and fill the soul, be sure to like, review, comment, and subscribe to Full Time Black Woman wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Help us build this community by sharing with other full-time Black women like yourself. Visit our website at fulltimeblackwoman.com to see what's new or to reach out. If you have questions or want to add to today's topic, send us an email to contact at fulltimeblackwoman.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Fulltime Black Woman and on Twitter at FT Black Woman. <laughs>